Ladies and gentlemen, if you're ready for some fantasy hockey streaming advice, it's time for the most styling, profiling, wheeling and dealing, jet flying, limousine riding podcast in all the land. It's the reigning, defending, undisputed fantasy hockey streaming champion of the world. It's the stream Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to the greatest fantasy hockey podcast that focuses on streaming players for the upcoming week. It's the stream scheme. We won't be talking about your superstars like your Tony D'Angelo's here or your Nikita Kucherov's. No siree, Bob. Here we get down to the nitty gritty, the dark depths of fantasy hockey that those other podcasts are too scared to touch. We are presented by the greatest fantasy hockey podcast in the world, Keeping Carlson, and we will often refer to the toughest league in the world, the Keeping Carlson Ultimate Patron Fantasy League, aka the Cupful, of which yours truly is your reigning ultimate champion. Hopefully everyone is coming off a win. My team is riding high on back-to-back victories. Can you believe it? But it's weird because it's on the backs of Elvis Merlickens and Aaron Dell. So my luck could pretty much run out as soon as those guys come back to earth. I'm definitely learning and evolving and adapting though because even though I won the couple without goalies last year and that was definitely my strategy going into this year, the goalies definitely make your team really hard to beat if you got a couple of guys that get hot at the same time. So if everyone could just go ahead and uh, knock on wood for my team there, I would appreciate it. Real quick though, let's review how I did last week. In case anyone forgot, my forward streamers were Christian Dvorak, Alexander Kerfoot, JT Comfort, Jack Roslevic, and Ilya Kovalchuk. Our defensive streamers were Sean the White Walker, Tucker Pullman, and Ben Sherratt. Our shallow league streamer of the week was Philip Deneau, while our ludicrous streamer of the week was Alex Ayafalo. Christian Dvorak, one point in three games so far for Christian. Pretty disappointing showing from my top streamer pick of this past week. It looked like it was going to be a slam dunk when he got a point in his first game this week, but then nothing. Dvorak does play today, so that could change with a good game, obviously, and he's still playing with Hall and on the top power play, so tough call on whether you should hold on to Dvorak or not. I'd say yes, but if he's your only stream spot, then I'd say you could probably let go of Dvorak, but a loss for him here this week for us. Alexander Kerfoot. Kerfoot went kerplunk for us this week. I had him on my team, so I share your pain for anyone else who picked him up. I dropped Kerfoot even before Sunday today. He couldn't even make it to his Sunday game for me. He's still playing with Nylander and Tavares, which is the super frustrating part because, come on, man, just pass it to him. Get some secondary assists or whatever. But, yeah, a very disappointing loss for Kerfoot this week. 0 for 2 so far. Bad start. JT Comfort, two goals in three games, so that's an easy win here for Comfort. Although he did lose his pretty good deployment, which was predictable. Uh, So definitely you can drop Comfort now. I know I already have. His last game this past week was on Friday. So what are you waiting for? But a win for Comfort here. Jack Roslevic. uh, So apparently you shouldn't stream really crappy players 
just because their team has a good schedule? Uh, lesson learned. But hey, he just—he didn't just have a good schedule. Okay, he had great deployment, uh, but that didn't last for Roslovic either. Not unlike uh, JT Comfer. So get Roslovic off your team. He looked like a rat. He smelled like a rat. And guess what? Roslovic was a rat. He's dead to me. Ilya Kovalchuk, Kovi. Fortune favors the bold, and we were definitely bold last week, picking Kovi as a streamer, and it paid off for us in spades. Kovalchuk absolutely killed it. It looked like he was going to maybe lose his deployment there for a minute, but then uh, Gallagher got some headaches and stuff like that again, so then he went back to having good deployment. He got that overtime winner yesterday, and he's just looking great. So uh, you will definitely be hanging on to Kovalchuk even past this week. Uh, the Canadians have a great schedule this week as well, so definitely hold on to Ilya Kovalchuk if you are lucky enough to pick him up. John the White Walker came through for us this past week. Two points and nine shots through three games so far this week, and Walker plays today on Sunday as well. I have no idea how I keep hitting my defensive streamers, but if you're not paying attention to that at this point, I don't know what to tell you. Easy win here for Walker. Tucker Pullman. Tucker freaking Pullman came through for us? Are you kidding me? How in the HE double hockey sticks do guys playing with Taylor Hall and John Tavares can't come through for us, but hey, guys like Tucker freaking Pullman do? Mr. Average himself, Tucker Pullman, was incredibly consistent this week as well. Six shots, six blocks, six hits. Ooh, he's the devil. And he had an assist for us, so Tim the Pullman Taylor came through for a win for us and he plays today as well to add on to those numbers as a bonus so that's a win for tucker pullman ben Sherratt, the rare instance where someone got hurt but he was still able to come through for us this past week Sherratt was a win for the week after his very first game on monday when he got two goals then if you're gonna do nothing for the rest of the week the very least you could do is get injured so that we can put you on ir and then pick up another streamer and that's exactly what Sherratt did big win for Sherratt and ladies and gentlemen I believe this is the first time in stream scheme history I have ever gone three for three on defensive streamers can you believe it you were all just witnesses to the greatest defensive streamer week ever you are welcome Philip Deneau Philip 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 what is you doing baby only one point in four games from a shallow league streamer absolutely brutal how in the world do i hit all three defensive streamer picks but i can't hit on my shallow league streamer a verbal gif right now from jim from the office saying what is going on perhaps i should be a little bit more shallow with my shallow league picks maybe i don't know because on a week where i hit all my defensive streamer picks i would expect to be up in the 700 range but philly deno is holding us back for shame. Alex Iafalo. We called out Alex Iafalo last week. He did us dirty earlier in the season, but he paid off in spades for us this past week. He was incredible. His point streak eventually ran out, but still three points in four games. That's amazing. Our ludicrous streamer crushed it for us. He's one of the hottest player in the league right now. Unfortunately, my opponent in the kakuffle picked him up and played him against me this week, so it was bittersweet every time he scored a point. I hate it when people in the kakuffle are smart and listen to me and use those 
streamers against me, it's really quite annoying, but I can't say I blame them. So all in all, that's 6 for 10 this past week. It's always possible that Dvorak and Kerfoot go off today on Sunday to improve that, but I'm not going to hold my breath. Normally, I'd be ecstatic over those results, but when three of those six wins were defensive streamers, I guess I'm just a little bummed because we could have easily gotten to the grade eight, but hey, as long as we keep our streak going of consecutive weeks over the 500 mark for streamer picks, I will take it. No one else in the world can claim that plain and simple, but enough about this past week. Let's move forward to this upcoming week. A lot of teams have good schedules this week, which we always love to see. Variety to choose streamers is always a good thing. You hate it when there's only like three good schedules and two of those teams stink. Uh, not the case this week. The best schedule of the week might be a little bit of a surprise. It's the Carolina Hurricanes. The Canes play four times this week with three of those games coming on the off days. The Hurricanes are the only team this week that plays three off day games and that's why they get the award of having the best schedule of the week. Now you might be thinking, whoa buddy, guess you missed that the New York Islanders play five times this week. Um, no, I did not kind listener. Yes, the Islanders play five times this week, but two of those games come on the off days, and the second of those off day games is on Sunday, which if you're good at math, you'll notice that that will be the fifth time that they've played in five days. They might be moving a bit slow during that game. Now, it's still a great schedule, don't get me wrong, especially if you have the roster spot open to fit them in on those busy days as well. We will definitely have some Islanders to be streamed this week, but don't go blowing your fab on Islanders. I promise that that will be one of the few times where I advise you not to blow your fab. My fab's actually all been blown since like December 15th, I think. If there's anyone else who has blown all their fab, send me proof on Facebook or Twitter and you will win a prize. After the Hurricanes and the Islanders, like I mentioned, there's actually a decent amount of teams that have good schedules this week. The Boston Bruins, Chicago Blackhawks, the Montreal Canadiens, the Philadelphia Flyers, and yo, Pittsburgh Penguins all play four times this week, each with two of those games being on off days. Not all of those schedules are necessarily created equal though, and that will become apparent when you see who I'm picking for streamers. And lastly, there's some decent schedules uh, this week. Those will go to the Anaheim Ducks and the St. Louis Blues. They both play only three times this week, but two of those come on off days. Uh, the Ducks play on Monday, Thursday, and Friday, while the Blues play on Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. So if you need a team that is playing on a couple off days early in the week, uh, Anaheim Ducks and the St. Louis Blues ain't bad options. All right, so it's time to give the people. But what are we going to give the people, though? We're going to give the people what they want. And what the people want are our astounding streamer picks. Our first forward streamer pick of the week is going to be Dominic Kubelik of the Chicago Blackhawks. Firstly, I just have to say that I absolutely love the Blackhawks schedule this week, which will become apparent because this ain't going to be the last Blackhawks streamer this week, rest assured. The Blackhawks play on Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday, and Sunday, so four games with two off days, but I also love their opponents on those days. They play Ottawa, Montreal, Toronto, and Winnipeg, so they avoid any kind of world beaters in net or teams that really clamp down defensively this week. So just a schedule that I dream of, and not only that, apparently Kubelik is pretty freaking good it turns out. He's got 13 points in his last 11 games. Jeez, are you kidding me? 
this is what happens when teams like Chicago don't have a good streaming week in a while. Some players slip through the cracks. I'll put my hand up and take the blame for not noticing Kubelik earlier, but I'm not the only one because he's available in the toughest league in the world, aka Tier 1 of the Cupful. although I guarantee you that that won't last longer than today because I know all my opponents are listening to this, and to them I say, you're welcome. You better put some respect on Kubelik's name and put some fab dollars on him. You don't want me to get him for free. But I digress. Kubelik has not only been amazing, he's also currently playing even strength with a couple guys you may have heard of, Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves. Are you kidding me? He's putting up amazing numbers. He's got great deployment. He's got a great schedule. That is why Dominic Kubelik is our top forward streamer pick this week. He's somehow only 9% owned, which is up 6% in the last day. So if you wait, you're going to miss out because that number is going to go up even more. Pick up Dominique Kubelik. For my next forward pick, I'm going back to the Windy City, baby. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm double dipping again. Sometimes it's paid off for me in the past, and other times it has backfired. But it is a big risk, big reward type of thing, and y'all know me. I like to risk it for the biscuit. So my second forward streamer pick is going to be Kirby Doc of the Chicago Blackhawks again. And I know, I know... Picking someone who only has one point in their last 25 games might not seem like the greatest stream, but y'all know me. That just means that Doc has a DUE of like 99.7. I haven't seen a DUE that high since my Cupful team whooped the floor with Elon last week. So what makes Kirby Doc's DUE so high? Look at that deployment, people. Not only is Doc playing at even strength with Alex DeBrincat, but he's also somehow getting top power play time as well. Don't ask me why. Uh, Doc probably doesn't deserve it, but facts are facts, people. He is due beyond belief. And as I mentioned, he's got a great schedule. And dare I say it, I shall. Kirby Doc is getting that primo deploymento. He's also got the pedigree. People forget that he was the number three overall pick in the draft. I believe in Kirby Doc so much this week that I could have made him my ludicrous streamer. He's only 2% owned in leagues, but I like him so much that I put him up here with my regular forward streamer picks. It may be a ludicrous pick regardless, but I say pick up Kirby Doc. My third forward streamer pick this week is going to be Dominic Cahoon of Yo Pittsburgh Penguins. Now, obviously, the big news in Pittsburgh, well... The big news besides the fact that they're absolutely crushing it right now, not a big deal. The big news in Pittsburgh is that Sidney Crosby is back. The question is, who is Crosby going to play with? Well, it's looking like it's going to be Patrick Hornquist on his right and then either McCann or Simone on his left. I don't really feel comfortable enough to stream McCann or Simone just because it's going to be a fluid situation. Mike Sullivan is never afraid to mix up the lines, so it might be a week or two before we know for sure who's going to stick in that spot next to Crosby. But one thing I do know is that Dominic Cahoon has cemented his spot on that top line with Evgeny Malkin and potential streamer of the year Brian Rust. Cahoon has five points in his last two games, which bumped him up from being a ludicrous streamer now to being 6% owned. Still pretty low though. Cahoon is playing 18 or 19 minutes a night these days on that top line. Now admittedly that number should drop a little when Crosby comes back but I am confident that Cahoon stays on that Rust and Geno line so it shouldn't drop below like 
16 or 17 minutes a night. Cahoon is in a great situation. He's putting up great numbers, and Pittsburgh has one of the best schedules of the week. They play four times, with two of those games being on off days, so pick up Dominic Cahoon. My next forward streamer pick is going to be Josh Bailey of the New York Islanders. Do you like Baileys? Mmm, creamy. Shout out to you if you get that reference. But yeah, Josh Bailey. As I mentioned, I don't love the Islanders schedule this week, but sometimes quantity does beat quality. So if you can fit a streamer into your lineup during those busy days this week, then Bailey is a great ad. He's playing even strength with Barzell and Beauvillier, and he's also on the top power play with those two guys and Anders Lee as well. Now, clearly the Islanders aren't an offensive dynamo, quite the opposite, but like we said, streaming Josh Bailey is more about just quantity this week. You love those five games. You're not going to feel good about it. He's definitely not going to be a hold beyond this week, but let's just hope he can help us get a W, and then we'll be done with him. He's only 12% owned, so he should be available in most places, and if he is, pick up Josh Bailey this week. For my last regular forward streamer pick this week, I'm going to go with Warren Fogle of the Carolina Hurricanes. I thought about going with Justin Williams here, but I'm not confident that Justin Williams will even play until like Thursday or Friday, so I'm rolling with Fogle instead. Fogle isn't on the Hurricanes' top power play, but he is currently getting to play with Jordan Stahl and Andre Sveshnikov at even strength, so pretty good deployment there. He's shooting at a decent clip. Fogle hasn't had less than two shots in a game since last decade, but what is disconcerting about Fogle is his ice time. It's a roller coaster. 16 minutes one night, 12 minutes the next night, 16 minutes, 14 minutes. It's all over the place. If Fogel could just consistently get 16 minutes of ice time a night, I'd feel a lot better about this pick. But we'll balance that out with the fact that the Hurricanes have the best streaming schedule of the week. The Hurricanes aren't the only team that plays four times with three off-day games this week, playing on Monday, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. So... If you're looking to pick up someone with three off day games this week, Fogel is going to be one of your best bets. He is only 5% owned, so he should be available everywhere. Pick up Warren Fogel. Moving on to defensive streamers, my first defensive streamer pick of the week is going to be Devon Taves of the New York Islanders. Devon, get the Taves balls. Shout out to Short Shifts host Ben Burnett for that one. Uh, Devon Taves is easily our top defensive pick this week. Did you know that Devon Taves is currently the power play one quarterback for the Islanders? It's true. It's darn true. Now, like I mentioned with Bailey and the Islanders, uh, they aren't exactly lighting up the scoreboard, and that is probably why no one's noticed Taves yet. But Devon Taves has picked it up recently, getting two points in his last three games. He's also been surprisingly great in perifs. 16 shots, 8 hits, and 11 blocks in his last 5 games. So Devon Taves has been picking up the perifs, he's been picking up the points, he's on the top power play, and he plays 5 times this week. Need I say more? You might have to spend some fab to get this guy. Sorry for kind of letting the cat out of the bag here, but hey... That's why people tune in. He's only 7% owned, but I got a feeling we're definitely going to see that stream scheme bump after tomorrow. Pick up Devon Taves today, or you probably won't be able to tomorrow. My next defensive stream is going to be Adam Bokvist of the Chicago Blackhawks. 
Speaking of guys who probably shouldn't be available but are, that's definitely Bokefist as well. If you listened to the main pod from Keeping Carlson last week, you would have heard them talking about Adam Bokefist and how they recommended picking him up. I was pretty much saying, shut up, shut up, because I had previously used all my ads for that week and had to wait until the Sunday night, Monday morning to add them. But luckily, I was somehow able to get Bokefist for free, much to my surprise. Thank you to my tier one opponents. Now, I will caution you guys. Bulkvist is definitely just a points guy. He's not going to get you much perifs. So if he doesn't pick up an assist, he's not going to do much for you in a game. But as I mentioned earlier, the Blackhawks have a great schedule this week, not only in terms of the amount of games for or the amount of off days too, but also the opponents ain't that tough in net. So even if Bulkvist doesn't stick on that top power play, he's at the very least worth a stream this week with the potential of him being a hold even after that. He's somehow still only owned in just 2% of leagues, so let's get that ownership percentage up stream scheme listeners and pick up Adam Bokvist. My last defensive streamer pick this week is going to be John Marino of your Pittsburgh Penguins. Now this is Marino's second time being a streamer so far this year. He came through for us earlier in the year and we think that John Marino can do it again. He's done nothing but produce since then and he gets perifs. He gets a lot of time on ice and most importantly he gets points. He has 22 points in 42 games, but if we look a little bit closer at those stats, John Marino actually has 21 of those points in his last 31 games since the start of November, which is good for a 55-point pace. That is an elite fantasy defender pace right there. He should be owned in every single league, but somehow John Marino is only owned in 14% of leagues, which is why I have to bring him up here again this week. So if you're in one of those 86% of leagues that Marino is available, you must pick him up, not only for this week, which Pittsburgh has a great schedule, as I mentioned, but you'll also probably end up holding on to him for the rest of the year as well. So please pick up John Marino. For my shallow league streamer pick of the week, we need someone who we know will perform for us, but I'll do you one better. Not only do I know that this guy will break the curse of the shallow league streamer, this guy also just happens to have the very best schedule of the week. That's right, it's Nino Niederreiter of the Carolina Hurricanes. Nino is the best of both worlds right now. Not only does he have a great schedule with three off day games this week, but he is also getting pretty good deployment right now. Nino is playing even strength alongside Team Toivo and Lil Sebastian Ajo. He's not on their top power play, unfortunately, and he had been snoozing for a while before finally getting a goal yesterday on Saturday. So Nino is definitely due for a solid week here, I feel. He's owned in 21% of leagues, which is slightly low for a shallow league streamer, but I bet in most competitive leagues, he should be owned unless his owner got frustrated maybe with this recent slump and let him go. If he is available in your league, you definitely have to pick up Nino Niederreiter this week. And lastly, for my ludicrous streamer of the week, we have Daniel Sprong of the Anaheim Ducks. Anaheim doesn't have the best schedule, but if you're looking for three games and two off-day games before Saturday, then Sprung is your guy because the Ducks are finished after they play on Friday. Mr. Potential himself, Daniel Sprung, was recently called up and bam, two points in his first game, but then he's done nothing since then, which is a pretty good analogy for his career so far. But Sprong is shooting a good bit and he's getting that primo deploymento. He's playing with Ryan Getzlaff both at even strength and on the power play. 
Now, Sprong is admittedly a little bit of a risk here. I think every time he's been on my roster, uh, he's done nothing. But hey, if I follow can redeem himself as a ludicrous streamer last week, let's hope that trend can continue this week with Daniel Sprong. He's a ludicrous streamer, so you know he's available everywhere, only 1% owned. So if you need a couple off day games before Saturday, what the hey, take a flyer on Daniel Sprong. So there we have it. To recap our forward streamers for the week, starting on Monday, January 13th, 2020, are the following. Forward streamers Dominique Kubelik, Kirby Doc, Dominic Cahoon, Josh Bailey, and Warren Superbad Fogel. Chicka chicka yeah! Our defensive streamers are Devon, Get the Taves Bulls, Adam Bokvist, and Johnny Marino. Our Shallow League streamer of the week is Nino Niederreiter, while our Ludicrous streamer of the week is Daniel Sprung. Good luck to everyone this week. Feel free to hit me up on the Keeping Carlson Facebook Patreon page or on Twitter at DavyBets. Thank you once again, everyone, for tuning in, and don't forget what the great T-Pain once said, the future belongs to those who believe in their dreams. See ya.